Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, hello, sweet pleasure seekers. That's right, that's who you are. That's because you're listening to The Pleasure Zone. You're a pleasure seeker. If you never had a title in your life before, you have one now. What we do here on this show, we talk about crazy things, we talk about bodies, we talk about pleasure, we talk about life, we talk about all things yummy-tastic, bodies, things like such. Today is no different. Today we're going to be talking about your tongue. You have an entire hour dedicated to your tongue. And sometimes I think to myself, do I have enough to say in an hour about one thing like the tongue? But guys, I swear I will, because I have even to myself by picking a topic that I think, that's one sentence. Can I actually talk for an hour about this one thing? And then I get my show and my husband's like, how did it go? And I'm like, good. He's like, yeah, your shows are always good. I'm like, they don't always feel like they might be when they start. They always feel like, what do I actually know about this? What can I actually say about this? Well, today I kind of have broken it down a bit. I've broken it down biology, and then I've broken it down into pleasure. I've broken it down into some things that I think are fundamental for pleasure. So we will talk about those things, and we're going to talk about all kinds of things. So one thing I'd like you guys to be aware of, numero uno, is that I have on uh, Facebook, I actually have a, a separate page, the Pleasure Zone page. I'd love you to hop on over there, like it, follow it, find me. That would be great. I'd really love to have lots of uh, people following on that page, and that's where I did a live today to put a, a preview for the show. So finding things like previews for the show and archives to the show, that's somewhere that you can find all of that. There's a lot of other posts about pleasure-related things, whether they're products, whether they're sociological findings that I find. You know what excites me about posting on there is that when people act with me. So I have a friend She's crazy and awesome, and I know she's listening right now. What she says is social media. It's for getting social. So, guys, get social with me. Get on my Pleasure Zone page. Like, follow, comment. I'll interact with you. It's fun. That's like one way to actually really get a lot of information from me about the Pleasure Zone or what could be occurring and also classes, classes that I'm going to be facilitating or that I have facilitated products that you can purchase as well like products like sex toys, but also products like uh, sexual magicism class that I've done twice, and that's something that you can uh, still purchase if that's something that you're interested in. Also, physician and all kinds of other things that are available from there as well. So remember, remember, remember to, to get on there. If you're on Facebook and find the Pleasure Zone, um, it is uh, listed as a post there, so you'll find information in there. You'll find my face on there, so you'll know what you're looking for. And there'll be posts about different radio shows that I've done in there as well. So find that, like it, follow it. Spread it to your friends. If you're going to spread anything this season, don't spread STDs, but spread the pleasure and like an STD and see what shows up. I bet you're going to get better results spread pleasure zone than you will spreading STDs. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about fun things. We're talking about the tongue. And and for those of you who don't know, I'm actually fascinated by bodies, and that's why I talk about them in my daily practice, in my office. One of the things that I talk about the most with people is their health. And I do talk a lot about how they can improve their health, whether it's through movement or whether it's through different things that I offer that are uh, kind of alternative health, which everybody's like, what's the old to health of uh, sickness? No, I'm just talking about... <laughs> not working with allopathic medicine. So allopathy would be going to your doctors, and then everything else would be not to your doctors. So 
it is not allopathy, and it is just following a bunch of things that I've learned in my life and giving you information about your body and assisting you with getting awareness about yours. So one of the things that I find is that people in general some basic, basic things for granted. And one of the basic things most people take for granted is that we, our bodies, are composed of water. And one of the things people take for granted is the requirement for your body to actually have water. So I find that when people come into my office, I am time and again reminding people to drink water. And I've had people come in have all kinds of issues from constipation, skin problems, all kinds of things. And literally as they increase their water intake, their symptoms and their health, symptoms go away and health improves. So there's some really simple things that we can do. And water internally, but water externally too. Hygiene is a really great thing for keeping your body healthy. So part of today's tongue talk is also going to be about the hygiene of the tongue. And what is the tongue? What's the tongue composed of? Right? So what is the tongue composed of? It's just this thing that floats in my mouth and I don't even think about it. Like how many of you out there actually think about your tongue? What is it actually? And what does it do? And all of those things. You know, our tongue's pretty amazing actually. Without our tongues when we were babies, it would be very hard to feed us unless it was intravenous. But those little tongues were used to actually soak up and squeeze the nipple and squeeze the breast and get milk out or squeeze the nipple bottle and get milk out. It's those magical tongues that actually keep us alive in those first you know, few months and possibly years of our life. The, that is those tongues keep working and they just work in a different way. They don't have to suckle on a breast unless it's for pleasure later on, but they certainly do keep us alive um, through helping us to chew food, to move food around our mouth, to talk even. If we didn't have a tongue, it's very hard to talk. People actually use the word tongue-tied when you talk. Why? Because it's like your tongue is tied up. But also there is a little piece of skin that attaches your tongue to the bottom of your mouth and some people have an extra um, extra skin there, so their tongue is actually in a tied into their mouth, and their tongue doesn't move very much. And when that happens, a lot of times um, they find that out as babies. When a baby can't suckle, they snip that part of the tongue. can't remember the name of that, but it is pretty common. It's really common in my family. Quite a few of my nieces and nephews have had that occur, so it's far more than not. So... The tongue itself is actually just a muscular organ. It's in your mouth, hanging out, moving around. Right now, as I'm talking about my tongue, I'm becoming crazy highly aware of it, kind of bouncing from side to side, up and down, up and around. gets a little dry here and there. gets a little moist here and there, right? Tongues just do crazy. And the tongue is actually covered with pink, moist tissue called mucosa. And so we have mucosa all over our body. We have... You know, you have mucosa in your anus. You have it internally as well. You've got, ah, uh, you got mucosa in your nose and your ears. You got mucosa going on. So mucosa, um, the mucosa on your tongue itself has tiny little bumps on it, and those tiny little bumps are copulae. and those tiny little bumps are what give uh, the tongue its rough texture. So I'll kind of get into some tongue issues later because not everybody's got the tongue texture and that can issue. So we will talk a little bit about that. And I get that we are on the pleasure zone and you want to get right to the pleasure part. I'm telling you guys all this because sometimes knowing about your tongue and then actually caring that you have, caring to look after it and having a healthy tongue can actually assist you in gifting and receiving pleasure with it. So we're going right down to the hygiene level and the biological level and we're going to look at all things with tongue so that you can have a greater appreciation for this awesome body part. Because God forbid you end up with something like a tongue cancer and you lose your tongue, right? So we're going to have some gratitude. Thank you, tongue. You rock. Thank you for allowing me to taste all the great things that I get to taste. And thank you for allowing sounds to come out of my mouth to create words and give me pleasure and gift pleasure. And thank you, tongue. You freaking rock. There are a few things that um, tongues... As I was kind of like playing with the whole tongue concept, I realized that tongue... At some point in our in our evolution, tongues have probably also been uh, like a detector for things like poison, right? So if there's like a flavor that goes in your mouth and you're like, ah, somewhere somewhere in our evolutionary 
you know, DNA. We've figured out what things are will harm us and, you know, we'll reject them, right? So, And also heat and cold and certain things like that. We are affected by all of these things. So knowing all of this, you know, can have you, A, judge yourself less for not liking certain flavors. Maybe it's your body saying, that's poison for me. And why I mention that is because sometimes your tongue will tell you something. If you are with a sexual partner, for example, and you're you're with a lover, and you go to have oral sex with them, say, interesting flavor down there or something, you could notice that and go, second, that may be an infection. Perhaps, perhaps, stop diving deep here, because you don't necessarily want to put a crotch infection into your mouth. Infections, whether they're oral or or genital, they're transferable back and forth. I'm just saying, like, you might not want, um, say, for example, gonorrhea in your mouth, chlamydia in your mouth, or herpes in your mouth, or herpes from your mouth. Like, it can transfer. You can transfer it to your own self, too. So if you're somebody who's curious, you know, like maybe I am, you might randomly sometimes put your own saliva on there, which can sometimes transfer you know, stuff, if you have a cold, if you have a bacteria. Be aware, just be be um, both aware and hygienic about all of it. So the tongue with all, where did we stop off? I kind of stopped off at all of the, the roughness of the tongue, right? The tongue's texture. So the tongue has all these taste buds on it, and those taste are what give us indicators. Those taste buds are a collection of nerve cells, and they collect all this information and then the information to our brain, and then that all those signals will tell our body what to do with that information, right? So it might be one of the nerve reactions might be reject this, but it, whatever it is, one of the nerve reactions might be has your body calm down and, and get excited and could be like yummy like food. So your body knows between your body and your brain and your taste buds, figuring out all of these things. It's pretty amazing. Our tongue itself can taste so many different things like salty, sweet, sour, spicy. The Japanese have another one they call umami, um, which is like a fifth flavor, and I don't really know a lot about it, so I can't really share that. But that's kind of like a another flavor that apparently tongues taste. So kind of fun, right? So the tongue itself is actually in your head. So if you ever look at a skeleton, you'll notice that there's no tongue in there. There's no eyes left. It's a skeleton. It's got these gaping holes. And where the tongue would come out, <coughs> down in the throat area, um, the tongue actually kind of goes quite deep, actually. It's kind of held down um, in the mouth by webs of tough tissue mucosa. So that's at the bottom. And also, uh, also something that's holding it down is something called the frenum. And in the back of the mouth, we have something else that's anchoring it to the hyoid bone. So all these different parts are playing a role with your tongue. It's not a simple thing that's just like sitting there. It's actually this amazing collection of all of these things. And the tongue itself is like, next time you go to eat, I dare you to just become really super aware of what you're doing. I dare you to become aware of how your tongue moves in your mouth when you're when you're swallowing food. You know, it's rolling food around in your mouth. And also when you're talking, like I was saying, as I'm talking, I'm noticing all the different places of my mouth that my tongue moves. And people who are like speech pathologists will teach people and where to place their tongue in order to create different sounds. And I don't know if you've ever heard like different languages in your life, but some languages have uh, letters and sounds that are more like at the front of the mouth or the back of the mouth or deep in the throat deep throat voices. <laughs> so if you'd like to be part of a deep throat edge, look that up. So in themselves, tongues are pretty amazing theological um, structures, really. And so now you guys have a bit of a background about the biology of a tongue. We're actually going to uh, talk a bit about the hygiene of a tongue, as for those of you who know, know that I love to start all pleasure with So we're going to go on the next little segment. We're going to talk about how do you know your tongue is healthy for hygiene. We're going to talk about, um, I don't know how long that'll take me, but once I talk about that, I'll talk about the million ways that you can have pleasure with your tongue. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we are going to be right back after this commercial break. 
Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Thanks for being Pleasure Seek and joining me today. So for those of you who missed the first segment, all on knowledge of the tongue, you are joining me for the second segment on the hygiene of the tongue. Or, hi, Jean, how's it going? But we're actually talking about hygiene, my buddy Jean. Um, I don't even know if I actually have a buddy Jean, but let's pretend I do. And I know my jokes are just going downhill these days, but it's okay, guys. At least I still have some. That's the important part. So how do you know your tongue is healthy? Well, one, it's probably not rotting out of your mouth. That's pretty key. Your tongue is in your mouth. That's a pretty good start. Your tongue is not rotted out, doesn't have gangrene, and it's not eaten like flushing disease on it. So good. Let's start with some basic hygiene. <laughs> so basic things to know about a tongue is that a tongue really should be uh, basically like a nice kind of a pink color with little tiny the papillae over it, so little tiny bumps. You should be able to see those. And that's a pretty healthy tongue. So healthy tongues themselves can actually ing pleasure, where an unhealthy tongue could actually spread disease. So definitely in the morning, look in the mirror, stick out your tongue at yourself, and then check it out. And see, investigate your tongue. Your tongue says a lot about your health. There are different, um, I mean, doctors used to look at our tongues for our health. They don't really have the time anymore, especially in Canada. We're at the 15 minutes to look at you about any one specific issue. So your tongue, unless you've gone in there for that, is the top of the list. So uh, other modalities, though, like Chinese medicine, will look at your tongue to evaluate how much heat you have in your body or fire um, elements you have in your body or if you have dampness or wind, they can tell a lot about your health and your digestive system through your tongue. Why? Because it's the first point of entry into your body. Your tongue is the first point of entry into your digestive system and between your teeth, your tongue, that whole mouth area is your first point of entry of your body for all kinds of things. So it brings in nutrition to feed us, it brings in sometimes medicines, uh, unless you're injecting them in your arm. It's bringing in water. It's bringing in all sorts of things that are actually sustaining your life. And if that point of entry is infected, then everything that passes that point of entry will get contaminated. And anything going entering into that point of entry that is contaminated will contaminate the point of entry. 
simple, right? <laughs> so keep your point of entry nice and clean. And also keep all other points of exiting nice and clean <laughs> as well. It's all really hygiene. Hygiene's my friend. So look at that tongue, inspect it, be your own inspector gadget, and check out your tongue. And if you find that your tongue is kind of looking weird, well, if your tongue has changed from day to day, if you're not looking at your tongue every day, no, if your tongue changes. But if you're t looking at your tongue every day when you go to brush your teeth and hope for brushing your teeth, when you go to look at it, you might notice some things going on. So, and and number one, number one for everybody is, if you don't have one of these, go out and get a tongue scraper. You know, you can get a tongue scraper at your like local pharmacy. You can clean that tongue off. If you tend to get a lot of overgrowth, clean your tongue off. If you don't, because you've been brushing your tongue frequently in your life, um, I like brushing my tongue, so I actually brush my tongue ever since I was little. Even though it makes me gag, I kind of liked that feeling, so I do that. Um, and sometimes using things like, um, some sometimes like antibacterial washes will work, but sometimes there's overgrowth, so you need to like scrape that tongue and get it nice and healthy. So, the reason I say that is because if you have growth on your tongue and you scrape it and it doesn't come off, it's actually a sign of thing that's a, a, like more important to look at. So if you can scrape it off, that's just like some bacterial with fungal growth that's probably excessive that can um, heal up. If you can't scrape it off, then there's a bigger issue. Um, sometimes that growth, too, will come back. So that's it's also a sign of sometimes changing your diet. It could be candida of sorts. So Thrush is a of candida, and that's usually what they call it when it's in your mouth. So you'd want to do some diet changes, um, get off, you know, antibiotics can create that, so you'd want to take some happy bacteria for your tummy, some acidophilus bifilis, it's nice and live and super high quantities of it. So lots of ways that you can change that around if that's something that's going on for you. And just take much for whatever you like. I'm not a doctor. Um, I do work with people regularly, and they actually do pay me for my information. So you guys are getting this for free. Why do you get so lucky? But use your awareness. Ask your body as well. And uh, I just suggesting your tongue because uh, it's been suggested many times. And my uncle, who is a dentist, also suggests doing that. And you know, I've trusted his opinion on oral health my whole life um, because he actually says some pretty intelligent things about it. So I have asked him many questions before about teeth and uh, sex and things like that, and he informs me of interesting things like, I don't know if I have mentioned on one of my shows before, but he had told me years ago I was talking about um, gum disease and stuff like that, and and uh, people, and can you spread these from one person to another, kissing or whatever? And he said, yes, actually, like he noticed that trend that there could be people who have super healthy teeth, and then they meet up with a partner who has has very unhealthy teeth, and they're they're going to start taking on all the germs, bacteria, gingivitis, which is actually a rhizoa. Um, they'll start taking on uh, the the germs in the mouth uh, if the person hasn't looked after their oral hygiene and they will start to have all of those symptoms. So, you know, somebody who actually cares about your partner and doesn't want them walking around with mouth and disease and gum disease, then please have some oral hygiene and hope that they do too. Um, just as, you know, they're looking after them, that means they care about themselves and they care enough about you that they're not going to pass any. So do, do, do check out your tongue. It's important, just like flossing, which I do, but not every day. So do all those things, it will improve your oral health. And guess what? If you have teeth into your 90s, you are doing phenomenal because not very many people have that. Um, so I'm going to be turning 44 soon, and I can proudly say that I've only had one filling in my whole life when I had braces when I was about 11, and I've never had another one since, and it's never fallen out, and I don't intend on having any more. I choose healthy teeth. So what about you? So like I was mentioning, things like thrush, um, before I did mention that because it's quite probably more common than you think and thrush can be spread from your mouth to the genitals and vice versa it um, can come out as like a kind of a on the tongue it'll show up like a, as a white um, paste it'll show up sometimes as a brown or even a darker colors as well there can be other bacteria and funguses going on viruses and like I mentioned, there's protozoa, which is uh, kind of a category of parasites. 
um, or they call them gram-negative bacteria. So you check out those things as well uh, if you're fascinated by health and disease and all those fun. And once you start to look after your mouth, you've got this happy, healthy mouth. And this happy, healthy mouth can then start to receive more and more pleasure. And how fun is it to actually have a, a happy, healthy mouth your tongue is nice and clean, your teeth are nice and clean, they feel nothing's in pain, your breath smelling great, and you can actually enjoy uh, your partner's mouth, who hopefully has equally great, um, happy, healthy mouth stuff going on. So I did mention earlier that the papillae are very important, that you should have little tiny bumps on your tongue. Um, and if you don't, uh, if you have excessively large ones, that can also be a sign of an issue. Say, if your tongue is starting to look like a raspberry, that's, that is an issue, and you need to go to uh, the doctor about that. But if your tongue is really smooth as well, that's something to also go to, to your doctor about. Um, there are different reasons for that. There can be different things going on that you want to address uh, as soon as possible. So... If also, sometimes you can have a swollen tongue. It's called microglossia. And if your tongue gets really swollen, um, sometimes point where sometimes people can't fit their tongue back in their mouth, it gets so swollen, you really need to go and see your doctor about that. They can get to the underlying cause. There can be multiple reasons for that, including things like the thyroid um, is not reacting properly. So there can be other uh, issues in the tongue going on there. If you're just like, oh, my tongue, I just woke up and my tongue was swollen. Well, get to the doctor and find out what's going on. Uh, you could be having an allergic reaction, but you could also be having a breakdown of something else. So you really want to get that. There's another issue that sometimes occurs with people where they have like a tongue that looks like the cracked um, the cracked land of the desert. You know, when you look at pictures of the desert and there's these deep grooves because the land is so dry and it's it's grooved up, well, tongues can also get that, and they can get deep cracks. And in those deep cracks, sometimes food and different particulates get stuck in there, and they start to rot. So if if that's occurring with them, um, they, you know, I don't really know what can be done about that, but I would say definitely see a doctor, see a dentist. Um, in the meantime, keep those grooves nice and clean um, through making sure that, you know, you've brushed them thoroughly but gently because you can actually crack them more. It's a pretty sensitive area. And if your sores don't heal in your mouth, whether they're like canker sores or little things going on, um, sometimes you can get canker sores that that will go away within a few days, but sometimes they don't. So when those things do, get them checked out sooner than later because you don't want to be growing something cancerous in your mouth, I think. Maybe that's my interesting opinion. Maybe you do want to be growing cancer in your mouth. So... Whew, that was a lot of information on hygiene, guys. I had no idea. I thought I would just talk about hygiene for like two seconds. So remember, brush your teeth, clean your tongue, scrape that tongue, keep it clean, clean them, keep your throat clean as well. Like all point of entry, it's your point of entry. You don't want um, infection getting in there. You also don't want to be passing um, different infections from your mouth to other people. That's not. That's just like it's still an STD, guys. It's sexually transmitted disease. You're having sex with your mouth. It's still sexually transmitted. Hate to tell you, it's just not genitals on genitals. So that's my take on sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> but um, I have way more fun and information coming up for you guys. So I want to remind you that you're listening to the Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back after this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. 
Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, Pleasure Seekers. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. Tonight, we're talking about your tongue, the tool for pleasure, for your pleasure, for others' pleasure. How wonderful is the tongue? It's amazing. For those of you who are just joining us, you might realize how excited I get about bodies and especially body hygiene and looking after body. And it's one of the things that I like to do in the world is that I, I do really enjoy um, investing and doing um, gathering information about bodies and finding ways to create greater pleasure for body in the world, um, whether that's just simple pleasure like being able to walk better, uh, you know, that's still pleasure. I'm a huge, huge fan of that, and that's actually what I offer in my daily practice is that I offer sessions in body work called the Mitzvah Tech, which is a type of body work that uses very gentle movement like somatic body work to align your spine through through the skeletal system out, it aligns your whole body actually and releases tension uh, in the muscles and uh, tendons and all of that, and it does all of that gentle movement. So that's something that I do um, on, in my daily practice as well as something called radionics, which um, just before break, um, there was a comment in the chat room talking about um, dentilodontin points, which are kind of like the meridians that go from teeth through the body. For those of you who aren't familiar with meridians, I'll give you a really simplified version of it. They're like energetic ley lines of the body. So dental odontin points are basically, basically say, for example, one of your teeth may have an energy line that goes directly to your liver. So you might notice that your tooth is having decay or pain or something, but you're not noticing your liver at all. But um, if you're working with somebody who works with pelodontin points, they might find that that tooth, um, that, that's something that they start to balance, depending on how they work on it. I work on it with scalar waves. Um, so it's something that if someone balances that, then all of a sudden their body has sort of an overall effect of feeling tremendous better. Or maybe cravings of sugar are lessened, or maybe weight losses to occur. So, you know, the liver metabolizes a lot of things um, like our food and fats and sugars and all of that. And if we're not metabolizing because our liver is not functioning, or something's off, and something's maybe off in those meridians, uh, or in those dental odontin points, and when you get all of that lined up and working, it's amazing what can change. So there's a lot of factors that can play into that too. Changing diets and habits and stuff is really helpful. Uh, so yeah, teas themselves are amazing. And I find that a lot of stuff to people about, like I was saying, is what are you taking into your body? Having water? Because you're made of water. <laughs> you know, you're made, a tremendous amount of you is made of water. And are you drinking enough of that? And then having electrolytes to take care of your nervous system. And then on top of that, are you taking in proteins because your body is basically composed of protein? It's a funny thing that, you know, people talk about like ingesting proteins and stuff. Oh, we just do like a whole other show just on food alone, food and pleasure maybe. We'll talk about that another day. But <laughs> mouth, the mouth itself, like we eat with it, we drink with it, we talk with it, you know, we taste with it. And so what can we taste with bodies? Oh, how can we add pleasure with taste? You know, so many great ways. So the other day I was having an Access Bars class, 
And I mentioned that my topic for today's show is going to be um, tongue and pleasure. Uh, You know, your tongue, your tool for pleasure. And one of the people in my class said, hey, so you're going to talk about the ABC method? And I was like, if I knew what it was, I would. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, As in, I've actually really done a heck of a lot of research on pleasure with tongue. I just go and do it. Like, I don't think about it, and I don't really, I haven't really sat around looking for multiple different explanations of it. So for those of you who are new to this like I am, the ABC method. I thought that it he meant like one, two, three, AC, like a step-by-step kind of a process thing. That's not what he meant at all. The C method, for those of you who don't know, is where you make the alphabet tongue. So like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. For those of you who are super creative, go out and learn the Egyptian alphabet or learn the Mandarin alphabet and then do that with your tongue. Now, there's a challenge. So they didn't say which alphabet. They just said, you know, ABCs. I'm thinking like the Egyptian alphabet has like over 100 letters in it. Oh, Ethiopian. The Ethiopian alphabet's crazy. So try that one. Try a Chinese alphabet. But... If you want to start small and simple, just start with um, the alphabet that you know. So if you're in a country that has the, you know, the English alphabet, use that. If you're in a country with a Cyrillic alphabet, use that. Have fun with those alphabets, right? <laughs> so move that time A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And as as he was talking about that, I just started to laugh because I had I just remembered this lover that I had who used to count, like I could hear his brain counting. And he would count thrusts. He would be like one, two, three, four, five, six thrust. One, two, three, four, five, six thrust. Okay? Because he'd read in a magazine that was like Penthouse or Hustler or something back way before there was any uh, internet um, available. Way back. It's taking me way back. It's making me feel old. I think the internet had just come out, but like you could only use it if you were a professor of university or something. So, so he had this oh, one, two, three, four, five, six thrust and I thought man I hear that in his head so I'm thinking if somebody's thinking the alphabet and they're giving me oral sex I'm going to be hearing the alphabet in their head as well it's just who I am but if you're with a partner who's less there <laughs> and hasn't played a lot of that draw the letters on the back of your back game which most girls seem to have played somewhere in their childhood is I'm going to write a word on your back, and what do you is? Okay, well, you, uh, I'm going to draw a picture. You start to become really aware of, like, touch and shapes and something. My, my, you know, clitoris will be, like, thinking for me. And, oh, look, A, B, C, and soon soon my clitoris will be completely fluent in English. Next thing you know, my labia will start, like, moving, and then there will be a voice that comes out of my vagina that's, like, completely something people can hear. It's just going to trans transform the whole thing. I just haven't educated my clitoris enough into the alphabet. But if it were educated, I'm sure it could not only spell, but it could probably, you know, talk back to you, it'd probably compliment you, all kinds of things. So I think that'd be kind of fun and strange at the same time. And the other thing I was thinking about the alphabet is if you can do the alphabet, you could also um, send a little message. That could be fun, right? Like, hi, Howard. <laughs> in the chat room, my producer Keisha is saying, yes, like you're singing orchid. Hell yeah, I could be like a singing orchid. But if I'm hoping that my vagina sings better than my... So, yeah, I'm just saying. Maybe that's where my best songs come from. <laughs> la, 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 la. That's how good I am. So I'm hoping that my vagina is like an opera singer because my mouth certainly isn't. But like I was saying, like I'm thinking um, sending messages, perhaps Morse code. Like that would be a fun way to learn Morse code too is through, you know, you know, um, actually stimulating the clitoris or stimulating that super sensitive part of the penis just below the head and just above the sh- like just kind of like, you know, that super sensitive part where if guys get circumcised, that's usually where it's been cut. Um, that little area, that if you could do Morse code on there and send signals, that would be kind of cool. Do 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 do, and uh, then I would have to learn Morse code. But I think I would be far more interested in Morse code if it was actually done on my clitoris. So um, 
thoughts, just a note for anybody who's trying to train spies into Morse code. Maybe the easier way is to actually just do it on their genitals and they would learn faster. It's a, it's a learning technique, and I'm helping out the spies of North America right now, and I didn't even know it. So you can imagine in this alphabet technique, there's also lots of letters. There's up and down going on. There's circles going on, all kinds of directions. And it seems almost like, like, EFG, seems kind of wild. Could be fun, right? Try the alphabet technique out. See how it goes. Try not to be thinking the alphabet in your head because I'm pretty sure you know the alphabet. If you miss a letter, don't worry. They're not going to be confused. It might actually be less confusing because they won't be like A, B, C, yep, that's D, yeah, yeah, G. They might actually like feel the pleasure rather than trying to defer the letters. So have fun with that. So remember, Remember, there's more than one direction, not just up and down on that clitoris. Go in circles and do some fun stuff. Have some fun. Um, there's a really cute video out there. There's a Japanese lady who was talking about, oh, what is it? Uh, she called it like the sweet kiss or something, um, basically using uh, like a little bit of suction action going on, a little bit of teeth going on. So pretty fun. And, oh, what other kinds of fun things? So, um uh, what else did I write here? Yeah, so also using your tongue to pad your teeth during oral sex, uh, especially if you're giving oral sex to a penis, and sometimes the scraping of teeth. So I have to say, I have a, one of my teeth got slightly chipped at one point in my life, and I could probably like create some issues uh, if I didn't if I didn't actually pad my teeth with my tongue. So it's actually a safety precaution um, to pad your teeth with your tongue so your tongue is useful in making it so that you don't shred a penis right not so much an issue with others but very could be an issue with a penis depending on the size depending on your excitement and the girth all that jazz so i also had another fun tip which i thought was both very very hilarious um strengthen your tongue with tongue exercises and i was like oh man i'm coming some doozies so for one, I've been blowing gum since I was like really little, probably six years old. It's where I got the love of blowing from. So I have a pretty strong tongue. I think I have a pretty strong tongue. I don't. It's not like a competition to go. Oh, she wins. She's a tongue. She's got the greatest tongue in the world. But I just think I have a pretty strong tongue. Um, and if you too would like to have a strong tongue, perhaps I could do some lessons. I don't know, but I have a pretty good idea. Literally, if you like chewing gum, start blowing some bubbles. It'll make your tongue move in different directions. But then I thought, oh, okay, some people don't like chewing gum, so you like hard candy and rub it down in your mouth. And if you don't like candy, like then I was like, oh, but what about the diabetics? You could get ice cubes um, and rub them down in your mouth. Um, that rubbing action will strengthen your tongue up. Woohoo! Good times. Oh, I got some more tips for you guys, so um, <laughs> I'm going to get to those after the commercial break. So just reminding you that you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. We're going to head to our last commercial break, and we're going to return with more tips and tools on pleasure with the tongue right after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide 
that doesn't work? Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. I'm at the last segment. I'm going to try and get everything in that I could remember. So while we were on break, I was testing some some theory I had out. And the, the theory, one of the theories for strengthening tongue uh, that I came up with on break is to also, uh, like, weight with your tongue. So you you can start off with, like, very simple, your finger. Just put your finger on your tongue, stick your tongue out, put your finger on it, and then try and resist, like, uh, you just see me now, you'd understand how fun this could be. So just pushing your finger up using your tongue. That'll be kind of like weightlifting for your tongue. That'll strengthen it. Do that a little bit every few days and try not to overdo it. For some of you who overdo everything, try not to overdo it. Just get it a little bit stronger. Good stuff. It'll be grateful. You know, your tongue will be grateful. Your body will be grateful when you're an older person and your body's falling apart and then you're not sitting there drooling because your tongue got weak and you can still swallow because it'll be awesome. It's tongue exercises for you. Uh, or like a popsicle stick, right? You could do that too. But tongue is fun on the finger too. So, okay, I'm getting care. So here's my other tips, and I wrote them all down. So I'm going to go through them zooming. So Here's another one. Gently lick different parts, whether it's the inside of the thigh, the perineum. Yes, I said to perineum. Again, if that person has hygiene in the perineal and anal area, it's fantastic to go. Or usually avoided areas like the side of the hips. It's funny because even licking interesting parts of the body that don't normally get licked, like armpits and the sides of the hips, damn, that's good stuff. So go for it. Also, my very obvious one, kissing. I know, that one's obvious. If I need to explain that, I'll do a whole show on kissing. If I don't need to explain it, I won't bother. And then I I had written something personal in here. I was on such a, like a, a roll. Um, it was actually uh, quite a while ago. I once had a partner who was like super into having like wet willies. So, yeah, he got turned on by sticking my tongue in his ear. Luckily, I don't have a lot of points of view um, about... Sex and all the only time I get kind of squirmy is if I think I'm gonna hurt a person, and then I gotta like step back and like reevaluate: is this gonna be okay? Is there, are they really enjoying this, or are they, is there a psychological issue here? Like what's going on? But if I are actually really gonna enjoy it, I can ease myself into that. But uh, yeah, wet willies. Some people, but definitely ask beforehand because me personally, that would make me want to slap you. I don't enjoy it done to me, but I'll do pretty much anything to anybody. So, uh, well, not anybody but I'll pretty much do anything. <laughs> so I've become pure. I have. It's true. Um, licking nipples is pretty awesome, I have to say. Uh, you know, if you nipples, to me, if you lick nipples like you lick genitals, perhaps bring in the ABCs. How fun could that be? Like, if I could get a, the length of the ABCs done on my nipples, um, that would be fun because I think my nipples are highly... Um, they don't get enough attention. So that's what I'm saying out loud. Um, maybe my husband will hear me saying that across the house. But if I could get the ABCs on my nipples, I would be a very happy girl. Pay attention to those babies because, man, they're going to be so grateful for you. Like, if nipples are happy, I'm happy. I would pretty much do anything. I'd become like, become like a slave to the pleasure. Just saying. So another thing is that you can, um, as much as... Uh, I mentioned a little bit of this before that, you know, tongues are sensitive to temperature. So you can also do things like using heating and cooling flavored lubes uh, or lotions. 
They can be a lot of fun. So there's lubes and lotions you can put on genitals. Again, for women's genitals, don't recommend flavored anything because if it gets internal, it can cause some infection. And for guys, genitals, don't recommend getting it the pee hole. Don't get any flavored stuff in your pee hole because it can also cause agitation. So, you know, there's another story. Um, have some fun with that. And, you know, heating and cooling things can be a lot of fun. Um, and what I did mention earlier in the show is that you know, our tongues, since we were babies, our tongues have basically kept us alive. They've known, like, what's good for us, for us. You know, babies will often, if you try and give, I remember trying to give my daughter, like, celery juice when she was, like, six months old, and she just spit it up for her. That was, like, poison. But get back on that booby. She was a happy little pumpkin head. So all kinds of, um, all kinds of of things that our tongues have actually been used to keep us alive, keep us happy, keep us pleasured. You know, oral sex, have fun with those obvious body parts and use the pressure. Play with those uh, letters, play with those strokes, up and down, circles, have fun with that and see how much um, see how much experimenting you can do and ask that body, like, what kind of, where would it like to be licked? You know, you might be surprised where it likes to be licked and touched. Um you know, for some people, they get a lot of information from licking. They gain information about people. So if you find, like, dogs, dogs sniff and lick you, and they get a lot of information about people through that, well, they also pick up some salt. Um, there are people who actually read other people through tongue licking. So it's um, it wouldn't surprise me if on some level we all do that. So remember, guys, to have lots of fun with your tongues, but also remember to what? Get your hygiene on. So remember to go get those tongue scrapers going. Keep your tongue nice and healthy and happy. Think about creative and fun ways to play with your tongue. That whole alphabet idea. Try a new alphabet. What else is possible? And remember, if your tongue is tasting something that doesn't seem quite right, you might be right about that because your tongue, just like when you taste foul food, your tongue might taste something foul on a body, and your body knows, your tongue sends that message, it knows what's going on. Away. So next week we're going to be talking about fingers, all things fingers and finger pleasure. Isn't that just going through body parts like crazy? Who knows what I'm going to come up with for an hour of that. Honest to God, didn't think I was going to have an hour of uh, information for you about tongues, but so glad I did. And Strangely enough, I feel like I have more information to talk about. So how does it get any better? I'm so grateful for you guys listening. Join me again next week on Pleasure Zone. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your podcast.